0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of my podcast, Shay Unfolding. Um, as always, been a while since I've made an episode. Um, I think the last one was at the start of the year. And basically, you know, a lot's happened since um, January already. And I guess the biggest news is that I have relocated to Sydney um, and have been living here for about three weeks, Um before I was living in, in Brisbane, obviously, and I was only really there for a couple of years, kind of recovering from surgery and really beginning, beginning my new life. Um, so yeah, I've recently moved to Sydney and the main motivation for doing so is to get more work opportunities, more modeling opportunities and stuff like that. And the reason I wanted to um, I guess kind of talk today was that i was just uh going through like a you know a sort of journaling practice um myself and it was kind of triggered by this question that one of my pts asked me this morning and basically she was asking what would i do if i couldn't model and at first i kind of just quickly answered her and you know i, I think i said something like oh i kind of would like to do what you're doing you know be a a trainer, um, work with people one-on-one in sort of the health and and wellness kind of space. Um, but part of me wasn't a hundred percent convinced with my answer. And I, I thought, um, you know, when I got home, I started just thinking about that question a little bit more. And as I was going through this sort of journal journaling practice, I kind of realized um a few things and that's kind of why i wanted to share this with you because i feel i guess i feel so in a very weird way i feel very grateful and very lucky that i have i guess discovered a particular direction and career path in my life um and almost community i guess as well um that i feel so strongly connected to and I guess the reason that this particular trainer was asking me this question was um, mainly because since we've been in Sydney, we've been knocked back from most of the major Sydney agencies, um, despite having what we thought was a very strong portfolio and a very strong book and um, a very, 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 very strong um, <laughs> last photo shoot. But basically, a lot of the Sydney agents said that they, you know, they weren't ready to take on. Um, me at this time, and I'm not going to go into the details as to, to why they said that, because you know it's not about naming names or discussing interviews and how they went. the The reality was that um, no one no one took me on board at this time, and we just have to keep working our way through and keep knocking on doors and see which way I guess the wind the wind blows and, and where we go from here. But this particular trainer herself has experience. Um, with being in the, I guess, the modeling and media kind of industries as a trainer. And I guess that's why she was kind of asking me this question, like, okay, so you've been knocked back a few times. What would you do potentially if, you know, this was, if this was the end? And of course, to me, I go, well, this isn't the end at all. This is just a, a, um, a fine tuning process. You know, you get 99 no's, but then you get one yes. And that particular yes is the direction that you're meant to be heading. So... I need to stay firm in that, I guess, um, philosophy that I've come to, you know, practice in my own life. But basically, her question did raise some questions in me because a lot of the time during the day I do have free time. There are spare moments still because I'm not getting booked for jobs left, right, and centre. I'm not getting, um, you know, my schedule is not completely full. Um, maybe two or three hours a day. I'm I'm training and I'm walking around and I'm going from appointment to appointment. But at this time, I still have a lot of um, availability to, to, to do things, whether that's studying or whether that's researching or whether that's writing or whatever, um, or just watching Netflix is a lot of the time. Um, so often this question of, well, what should I study? What could I study? What am I interested in does pop up, not just from other people, but also just in my own head. And... Over the course of about, well, I guess since transitioning, so the, the course of the last three years, there are definitely some consistencies of things that you know interest me, and um, the idea of of counselling has always interested me, and psychology has always been an, of an interest. And um, I've applied to different counselling schools, and I've been you know admitted to all of them if I wanted to. Um, the same goes for nutrition and for. Uh, I guess, the physical side of the body. So, you know, exercise and personal training or um, these different things like that. And then there is another part of my personality that I don't really, I guess, share really publicly, but I guess people who do know me um, get to experience it a little bit and that is my artistic side and especially my abstract um, expressionist paintings. And, you know, art was always my favourite subject at school. It was the subject that I was the best at. Um, that along with modern history, so there are all these different aspects to, I guess, my personality and who I am. But when someone asks me, like, well, what would you, go, what would you do if you couldn't model anymore, um, it does make me think. Well, do I want to focus on the physical side of things, you know, health and nutrition, and um, you know, go become a dietitian or go be a nutritionist or go be a personal trainer or or whatever, and then there's the well mental health is such a massive part of my life you know meditation and mindfulness psychology counseling psychotherapy philosophy the fact that i'm trans and being able to help the trans community through you know one-on-one facilitation of helping people discover themselves you know that that is definitely of an interest to me um and then there's this deep connection to i guess the artistic side of me and You know, looking at paintings and studying paintings, and more importantly, making them myself. And um, for me, making very, very large and very abstract and very colorful paintings. So when someone asks me, like, oh, what would you do? It's a head spin. I get so confused. I really get dizzy, basically. And I get quite anxious and I get quite worried because I can't make a decision because there are these. All of those things are of, of value to me, and I would I think I'd be happy doing any of them. But when I sat down today and I was journaling about this, and I had that little moment of clarity before I started recording this episode, um, I realised that all those three elements sort of make up the three basic aspects of myself. Um, my, you know, I'm interested in in health. So, you know, the physical body. I'm interested in psychology and I guess the the mental side of life. So, the mental body. And then I'm interested in art, which is really about expressing yourself and connecting to your emotions. So, physically, mentally, and emotionally, I have these different aspects of my personality that really really draw me in it, and, and honestly, I could go and study any of them if I wasn't able to model And then I kind of realized, well, hang on, modeling allows me to explore all three. I don't have to choose between, um, you know, my body or my mental state. I don't have to choose between my mental clarity and my emotions. Being in the fashion industry and particularly being a fashion model, I get to actually enjoy all three aspects of who I am. Um, I get to go to the gym, I get to eat correctly, I get to study those things, so I know what works for my body. doesn't necessarily work for anyone else's, but works for me. Um, I have to have sound, you know, a sound psyche. I have to always be processing my environment and what's going on around me in a very almost psychotherapy kind of manner, because I do have a lot of you know, mental shit that's gone on in my life and continues to go on. So, I need to be understand that. And for me, meditation, especially, has become such a an integral, integral tool for me um, to, I guess, understand that part of myself and and be present and and watch my thoughts and have that, I guess, psychoanalysis. Um, and if I don't do that, then this industry is incredibly exhausting and tough. And even more so than I think people might even probably understand, um, getting 99 rejections is draining. That is not fun and not enjoyable. And, you know, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It does take some character to keep going. And I'm not just saying that to talk myself up. That's what people continually tell me, that I must be strong to keep going and to want to keep going and to have that determination and perseverance and all that kind of stuff. Then there's, you know, the emotional side of it. I get to be expressive. I get to explore different um, identities or personalities in a photo shoot. I get to um, look at my own emotional state and, again, try to embody that and um, it's artistic. You know, at the end of the day, creating, um, you know, fashion photos is about, it's an expressive art form. It just happens to have a commercial angle to it. So when someone asks me, what would you do if modeling wasn't an option? I do get really confused because I do feel like I found the one thing in this world at the moment that allows me to explore all three of those things. Um, in a way that is correct for me, I do I get to explore the physical side of myself, the mental side of myself, and I get to explore my emotions. So I guess I'm very grateful and very, you know, lucky to have found something in my life. Um, I don't know what I would do if I couldn't do it. And as I've kind of alluded to already, um, I I really wouldn't have any idea. It... um, I think it'd be very confusing for me if I couldn't keep doing this. So that's why I'm doing it because it fits me and who I am. And it doesn't necessarily mean that it fits everyone else around me. And it doesn't mean that I've made it or I've been selected or someone's really, you know, chosen me to be a representative for them and their brand. Um, But I know it's right for me and I think at the end of the day, that's all that really matters is finding something that feels right for you. Um, you know, I was talking to um a psychotherapist um, the other day on a podcast, on his podcast. Um and his name was Jackson Godding, or is Jackson Godding. And um his podcast Reason With Me. Um, you know, we kind of came up with this idea of uh, you know, finding your flavor of ice cream. And we were talking about that in relation to my gender identity and how I discovered, um, you know, that side of myself. But I think today I'd also like to talk about, you know, finding y- your favorite outfit or finding the skin that almost feel, that, that is comfortable for you. Um, cause we're all wearing something. We're all got this layer on top of us that identifies us as I am this, I am that this is my career. This is my job. And I think if you're in a position and you're willing to do the work and willing to take the time and be patient and willing to get the the 99 nos and rejections, all we can really hope for in life is to find, I guess, the skin or the um, you know the layer that fits for that fits us that feels comfortable to us. Um, And as bizarre as it sounds and as weird as it might be to other people, I I really do feel like I found that with with modelling, with fashion modelling. I love the artistic side of it. I love the people who are in the artistic world, Um, you know, the creative directors, the producers, the makeup artists, the stylists, the photographers. You know, it is a creative endeavour. It's a creative project. Um, But if I was just to be on the creative side, then I wouldn't really have the necessity to go and be with all the personal trainers and all the health coaches and all the nutritionists and all the people who who really deeply understand the physical body. Um, and if, you know, if it was easy, I wouldn't need to go talk to a counsellor and a, <laughs> a psychotherapist every couple of weeks to get me through it. Um and I'm really interested in understanding how to be present and how to be mindful on a photo shoot because that's at the end of the day, it's what you're trying to do. You're trying to capture this this moment of of beauty, and beauty doesn't necessarily just mean it's a physical beauty. It's not a it's not just about the, my body being beautiful or that image being beautiful from the perspective of oh she's really pretty, but like the image as a whole from everyone involved, the photographers, the creative directors, the, you know, the stylists, the makeup artists, the whole team. It's about them expressing themselves in this collaborative way um, that I just really, really love. So I'm not 100% sure of the point in making this episode other than I think I really found, you know, my... I don't want to use purpose because it sounds so weird, but (laughs) I really do feel like I've found i been fortunate enough to find something that feels so comfortable for me. And when I look at it from all these different angles, um, it just fits me and who I am so perfectly. So I guess I just wish that, um, you know, everyone who is kind of listening can have a same sense around their own life um, and what they're doing with their time because it's not necessarily easy, but it's, um, at least, you know, it feels like it's the right thing for you. And I certainly feel like this is the right thing for me. And we're still at the very early stages of it. And it's certainly just the beginning, but it's the right fit. So anyway, that's my little rant for today. And, um, I hope you enjoyed it. All right. I'll talk to you soon, guys. Bye. I'm